If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. everyone and welcome into another episode of sports betting by dummies i am your host patty parlays and joining me today rocking the sir lancelot sweater fresh as can be as always tyler tyler welcome in how's your weekend buddy pretty good got to see both the uh main members of the podcast do a little celebration watch the heartbreaker ah i i it still stings. It still stings. Uh, Bohannon is a bad word in my house from now on. Dude's been there for seven years. Yeah, you say that you're putting money in the swear jar from now on. So I like it. Be warned. Perfect. All right. Well, it is Monday, so that means it's time for news from around the leagues. <sighs> <laughs> Do you want to start in the NFL? I mean, I think the NFL has the most news going on, the most. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of free agent news going around today. So you want to start us off here, Patty? Yep. So uh, Tom Brady is unretired. Uh, I What, was he retired for all of a month or something? Uh, something like that. Rest yeah. in peace to the guy that bought that football. Oh, that's. That one's heartbreaking. That sucks. He he literally thought it was going to be his last touchdown ball ever. Yep. Paid $518,000, and literally the day after he bought that, Tom Brady unretires, which means the value on that ball just absolutely tanked. Because now it's just a playoff loss yeah. touchdown ball. Yeah. That's, that's rough. I wonder... Do you think he could get – well, probably not because it was probably either sold by a person to him or sold by, like, an auction. Uh, uh, it's actually an auction, and from what I was reading, you know, like, he hadn't actually paid it yet. But, like, I guess part of, like, some – I was re- actually reading up on an article on this. It was saying, like, legal fees and everything could transpire if he doesn't pay up. So. Oh, man. Da- talk about being down bad. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, although I, I would hope that if you're spending five hundred eighteen k on a football, then you, you have some. Afford, you right. can afford to lose that. Like it's gonna sting, but you can afford to lose that. So, some some extra income. Right. Like I don't think that you're going and taking. Hopefully, you're not taking your last five hundred eighteen k out the bank and going. <laughs> This is only going up in value. Right, right. That, instead of buying another house, you just bought a football. It's like, this is my kid's college fund. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Tom Brady's back. Um, Kirk Cousins got a one-year – is it a one-year extension or just a one-year contract? Uh, extension. That's what I thought. Um, what was it, one-year, 35 mil? Something like that, but it's structured weird, so, like – it's not going to cost the Vikings as much this year or next year as mm. like cap hit wise as it was. But I think the year after the contract is done, there's like 15 mil in dead cap that year. Mm. So like it just kind of helps them spread that out and get closer to under the cap. As Pat McAfee likes to quote and call it uh salary cap gymnastics is going on. 
Well, I think he says something else, but <laughs> we don't say that word here. That's right. Um, Amari Cooper traded to the Browns for a swap of sixth-round picks and a fifth-round pick. Seems then, cheap. Well, he has made a ton of money. Yeah. He's making like 20 mil, and that resulted in the Browns then cutting Jarvis Landry. Correct. Now, um, some of the places... I don't remember where they're saying that Jarvis Landry might go. I think they said Chiefs is obviously one. Um, I'm sure, like, the Ravens would be looking for a wide receiver. Um, Green Bay was originally reported, but then it was squashed down, so I don't know if that's actually a place or not. I mean, the Colts, I'd like him if he came to the Colts, but no one's really saying, like, hey, the Colts are going to go after him because the Colts don't go after anybody. They just have all that salary cap and just don't spend it. There, yeah, that's that's correct. Although the Colts did re-sign our boy Mo Alley Cox today, three Whoa. three year eighteen mil. Mil, yep. Hey, now that uh, Jack Doyle's done and retired, they're like, we need to stir up that tight end position. Mo Cox, you're the guy. Uh, it's bold, but you know, happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, news. What? Uh, so Teddy Two Gloves is going to the Miami Dolphins to be a backup quarterback. Yep. Um, what'd you say? J.C. Jackson went to mm-hmm. the Chargers. Chargers. Chargers yeah. making moves, man. Got a good little bag. Um, Chase Edmonds went to Miami uh, with Emmanuel Ogba. Um, so Miami's Christian, making a lot of moves. Yeah, Christian Kirk got big money. <laughs> big, big money to go to the Jags. Oh, man, the Jags. They crack me up, man. I, uh, I don't know that he's worth that. No, especially because Miami got... What was the... Was it Cedric Wilson Jr.? Was that his name? The Cowboys receiver? Because Miami uh, signed him, too, for like half of what Christian Kirk got. Uh, yeah, and then after the uh, Cowboys traded away Amari Cooper, they re-upped Michael Gallup. Yep. Um, I'm seeing uh, Braxton Berrios got re-signed to the Jets. Two years, 12, 7 million guaranteed. Um, just a lot of money out there for wide receivers. Yeah, and and that's a position the Colts desperately need. Which is making it tough. Yeah. And then for our Colts, apparently they are talking with Evan Ingram and Jared Cook trying to find another impact tight end. So, I man, I don't know. I I feel like Jack Doyle. Although yes, he was a pass receiver. He seemed more of like a he could block a little more. Right, right. I know for a while there we had like it would be like Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron, right? I right. feel like Mo Ali Cox kind of fits in with the Eric Ebron, the Jared Cook, Evan Ingram. Maybe not necessarily as talented as those guys are, but the same type of tight end where he's more of a red zone threat, you know, get the ball, throw it to him, but he's not going to block much. I mean, Evan Ingram is basically just a really fast tight end that can't block. Yeah. Kind of struggles with the catching, to be honest. So yeah. I. That could be a tough one. Yeah. I mean, hopefully the Colts make some moves here before too long. Uh, oh, another one we forgot, Tyler. Mitchell Trubisky to the Steelers. Yep. 
So uh, I assume he will be their starter. I mean, Dewey's gone. I would say Mason's gone before Dewey's gone, but I what do I know? The, the thing I saw said he was going to compete with Mason. It had no mention of Dewey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dewey That's... Haskins for those who are confused right now. <laughs> um, I'm I'm still hoping Gardner Minshew comes to the Colts. That would be electric. Minshew mania. Oh man, can you imagine? Indy would love that. Indy would eat him up. I think Indy would love anyone that's a competent quarterback right now. Yeah. We got spoiled by the Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Like, basically, that was your whole life up until. Then Phillip Rivers wasn't that bad. Decent. Serviceable. And And then then we had Carl. Then Carl Wentz was a poor man's Phillip Rivers, and it didn't quite work out. So. I think we all had low enough expectations for Jacoby that none of us were super upset. I thought he played well enough. I hope he comes back, honestly. If, if let's just say we can't get Minshew, we can't get Jimmy G, if if Brissett is our next best option, like I'm, I'm not too upset about that if that's who we go with. Yeah, because I'm not really sold on any of the QBs in the draft. Right. Really. And we don't have a first-round draft pick, so it's not like we can use one in the first round to maybe take a – flyer on a quarterback i mean that's not really ballard style for a first round quarterback anyways he's right. uh he likes to go with the ellinger eason type of guys instead that is true that is true all right i think that pretty much wraps up the nfl do you agree uh yep think so okay uh where would you like to go next we got nba mlb nhl pga and college basketball the only ones I'm going to be able to have any knowledge on are the basketball ones. So, <laughs> All right, we'll go to the NBA. Um, so tonight, Tyler, we have quite a few people returning from injuries that might make contending teams look drastically different. Um, Mainly Draymond. Fade Warrior season might be over. Exactly, exactly. Draymond is back, and actually – the Warriors, I think I saw, have been like 5-1 and one ATS their last six, so they've actually come back into form. Klay Thompson is starting to finally look like old Klay Thompson, and now if you just add Draymond Green back in, I think this Warriors team is uh, looking pretty dangerous. Wiggins has been the scary part because he, since Klay Thompson came back, Wiggins has kind of lost like his identity on this team. and. I think I saw something like the last few games he's shooting like 40-something percent from the line. Like, it's bad. That's not so good. So if he can get, you know, he was an all-star this year. Yeah, yeah. If he can get anywhere back close to that, they will be a nasty team to deal with. For sure, for sure. Um, and then also back tonight is Brooke Lopez for the Bucks. Um, he's, he's not what some people would consider a star of the team by any means, but he is a starting center for that team. So I believe this is the first time since the first game of the season that we will see a the, the usual starting five for the Bucks, And uh, it might be a good indicator of if they have a chance to repeat or even make a deep run into the playoffs. So we got a couple of games to keep an eye on uh, tonight for sure. And then our boy LeBron James, everyone's boy LeBron James, put up another 50-piece. And uh, led the Lakers to like their one win and like their two wins in the past like ten games of when LeBron has scored fifty. 
Um, so if you are picking the Lakers to win a game ever, you might want to do a player performance double and do LeBron to score 50 and the Lakers to win, and I'm sure you can get tremendous odds on that. I mean, if they're going to win, he's got to carry them. Yeah. There's nothing. They don't have anyone else right now. Anthony Davis is out. Russell Westbrook is looking like a shell of his old self. Um, he's been terrible. He has been. He's not even getting triple doubles. Like, that used to be Russell Westbrook's go-to thing was he'd get triple doubles. They might lose games, but they, he was at least putting up numbers, putting up stats. He's not even doing that anymore. So, um, you know, I I can't believe people are still betting on the Lakers. I mean – to be frank, I bet the Suns to win by 31-plus last night, and the Suns ended up winning by 29. I saw oh. people who legitimately thought the Lakers were going to cover 8.5. What? And I'm like, why? What's what's your thought process there? So, uh, um, Do they even have much left to play for? Like, I mean, they're, they're technically still – nine seed, right? Right, right. So they're, they're they are still in the playoffs. Doing. They're going to be in the play-in game more than likely. Um, but what, like – if they're if nine's pretty much what they're stuck at, are we going to start seeing LeBron not playing back to backs or something, trying to save him a little bit? That so, might be something to watch for on your thirty-one plus point bets. Because if LeBron doesn't play, that's I think they get dog walked most nights without him. So the Lakers are actually not necessarily secured into the uh, playing game. Do we know how many games are left? Uh, not many. How many we got? I don't know the exact amount. Let's see, let's see if we can find. Oh, shoot. What do I do? So, let's see. The Lakers have. Here. I can do this this way. Almost there. This is good podcasting. Come on. Why don't you just subtract the number of games they played by 82? Because that's too much work. So they actually have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So the Lakers actually have 15 games left. Mm-hmm. And they're only three games ahead of the team that's not in the playoffs, which is the Portland Trailblazers. Now, granted, we know the Portland Trailblazers. Portland is about as bad as they come, but they're only three and a half games up on the Spurs, and I know the Spurs are trying to get in. Um, so it's not out of the realm of possibility if the Lakers don't make the playoffs at all. So we're not quite in LeBron resting season, but you got to worry about their chances just going forward. I mean, I fade them just about every night. Usually works out. Been pretty profitable. Yes, to say the least, it has been fairly profitable. I wanted to take the Raptors 31-plus against them tonight, but I don't know that the Raptors have that kind of firepower to win by 31-plus. But anyways, um, and then if we want to – well, we'll save college basketball for last. It's college basketball week. We will get there. Um, Let's talk MLB season for a second. Now, Tyler, I know you're not a baseball person. Correct. Are you aware of Fernando Tatis Jr.? Yes, sir. Uh did hear about that today that is one of the few players on my radar exactly he's basically the face of baseball right now he's he's young he's cool everyone loves him he's on the cover of video games he he is what most people think of right now when they think of major league baseball and it just came out today that he got injured and he is out for the next three months 
Um, that's a big hit to not only the Padres. I mean, when when he was out for a couple of ga- weeks last season for the Padres, the Padres absolutely stunk. But now on top of that, I think baseball takes a hit. We just came out of a lockout. Um, spring training hasn't even started yet. And baseball, one of baseball's top three players, most recognizable players, is out for three months. I think this could ultimately end up hurting baseball in the long run. I mean, I agree. Like, if I was going to watch a baseball game, like, the three names I'd probably listen for, like, you know, Tatis, uh, Otani. Yep, yep, Otani. And and then Trout, just because he's been, you know, he's been one of the best, if not the best player in baseball for a long time now. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, um, obviously, that's some big news there for baseball. Um, this one, I was hoping Des is going to be on the podcast for this one because uh, it's the Reds, but the Reds traded away like their best pitcher. Uh, <laughs> uh, when was it? Yesterday, I think. And so uh, the Reds are losing already, and the season hasn't even started yet. So as a Cardinals fan, I'm a big fan of that. Probably the reason why he uh, couldn't make it on today. Yeah, he, he was drowning in sorrows. He just couldn't handle it. It's like whenever Wisconsin loses, Big Cat makes his uh, Twitter account appear as though it's been hacked. Yeah, hundred percent. Which he did again this uh, this weekend, which was highly hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then finally for baseball, spring training starts on Thursday, so I'm sure that will be the one and only sport that everyone will be watching on Thursday. I know Tyler will tune in for spring training on Thursday. Or St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> no college basketball no, going on. None, zero. That's what that big uh, watch party out there on at Bottleworks is for spring training, right? Hundred percent, one hundred percent. So real twi- real quick, we'll talk uh, touch on golf. So uh, the Players Championship it's considered widely considered the fifth major championship in golf. So not quite the major, but the next most important tournament. It's actually finishing right now. Um, It got delayed on Thursday and then got delayed again on Friday. And so they're really scrambling trying to get this done. And so it's actually finishing right now. Um, And Cameron Smith is currently in the lead um, for that tournament. But he he is through 16 holes. So he still has a couple holes left. But he does have a two-stroke lead. Obviously, on hole number 17, anything can happen. Um, he's actually teeing off on 17 right now. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But it'd be a big win for Cam Smith if he comes through. You live betting against him? No, I'm not. Um, yeah, no, I can't. I just I'm not seeing anyone else. No, no, I'm not. He's he's also six under today, which is incredible, especially for the last round of a uh, near major. Oh, he just stuck one real close. He, it's over. Cam Smith has got this in the bag. No 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 doubts about it. I just watched him tee off on seventeen. He put it within like three feet on the hardest hole in the course. So didn't break any windows. No. Pretty good. So uh, yeah, Cam Smith will be. Uh, Taking that, I tried to look to see if his odds had changed or if I could get anything crazy right now. They just locked it, so I assumed they're like, "Yeah, no more betting. We're good." We just saw that too. Um, so, congrats, Cam Smith, on winning the players. Minus thirty five hundred right now for him to uh, to win. That is hefty. 
It's it's almost worth just putting a dollar on Paul Casey, who's in second place down two strokes at plus 3,300, just because, like, if something crazy happens, and but I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not, not even I am that crazy. So. See. Um, NHL, the hockey, the last a- outdoor game of the season was yesterday between the Sabres and the Maple Leafs. It was an awesome game to watch. Um, it was cold. It was snowing. Um, there were some fights going on. It was a good game. Um, but, Tyler, you know what I'm here to talk about. And I, I sent you guys it as soon as I saw these. But the Maple Leafs jersey yesterday. I mean, absolutely horrific. Now, I, I cannot speak for if that is like a classic jersey of theirs or, you know, if it's a throwback to some other time. But let's just assume for the second that it wasn't a classic jersey. Are those jerseys not absolutely horrific and just kind of like a, what are we doing? Uh-huh. It's just basically like navy blue with a white T on the front of it. From what I'm seeing, there's a little, like, there's actually some subtle print behind that T. Mm. Maybe it maybe I missed arenas. that. It says arenas. Huh. Well, maybe maybe there was more to it than I was seeing on the on the telecast, but yeah, from no, what I could see, it seemed it very basic. Very faint back there. <laughs> they almost look like, uh, watch those movies that, like, you know, made now but are supposed to be like back in the 50s time period it looks like the old little leather sweaters they had is kind of what it looks like that that is that is exactly what it looks like so had to talk about it um actually in at the end of that game um austin matthews who's gonna win like some award for being like the best goal scorer in the league he actually got a two-game suspension for cross-checking someone at the end of that game after the game was already over it was basically five two sabers and the Maple Leafs player went and cross-checked someone, and they gave him two-game suspension for it. It it led to an all-out brawl. Can't have it. It was insane. Can't have it, Pat. Yeah. What happened to sportsmanship? Doesn't exist anymore. That's why we need to get rid of the, the handshake lines, because sportsmanship's gone already. Hey, I mean, I missed that episode, but I feel like... Adults don't need handshake lines. No, no. Like, if you're little kids, yeah, you know, you get it. It makes sense, but... Uh, Force the kids to learn sportsmanship. We're adults, you know. If you act a fool, you're an adult. You look bad anyways. You don't need to be forced to go through a handshake line. That's kind of absurd. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, and finally, last but not least, we have college basketball. Tyler, I don't know what you think, but I think uh, IU got absolutely hosed. Yeah, I was not thinking play-in game after that Big Ten performance. Like, So I was talking this with my coworkers, and I think it basically shows that the selection committee literally doesn't value these conference tournaments worth anything. No, I don't. I think from what we saw yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, Selection Sunday, that I don't think they factor them in really at all. No, Texas A&M made it to the SEC championship game, lost to Tennessee, who got a three-seed, and didn't even make the tournament. Yep. So, I, I, I think it's ridiculous. But uh, and you would think too, like watching a conference tournament, you'd be like, oh, you know, they're hot right now. They're coming into good form. Maybe put, you know, put them in over a team that maybe lost early on in their conference tournament, or this, that, or the other. I mean, IU literally beat Michigan. And, well, and like 
conference tournaments should be more telling of how they'll play in a tournament, neutral site. Right. You know, not playing with the, you know, it's not like college basketball where it's weird where the home team plays with their own ball, you know. Like, right. You know, this is more, this is a sign of actually how more likely what they'll look like in the tournament. And it just seemed kind of, I mean, Homer here, but it just seemed kind of whack that they were like, IU still sucks. Yeah. Like, IU's playing the best basketball they've played in a long time. And not getting rewarded for it seems a little whack. Yeah. I, it, it was crazy, and I don't want to say that the NCAA is the problem, but the NCAA is the problem. Always have been. <laughs> Nothing new here. We all knew that already. Um, but uh, any Cinderella stories or anything catching your eye in this tournament? I know when – so we are going to have an episode on Wednesday. We're going to get you guys a whole bunch of information on the tournament, who we like, who we don't like, this out of the other, because the games actually start on Thursday. But um, – Anything, Tyler, that's catching your eye in this bracket or anything that uh, you want to share with the people before we uh, call it a day on the news from around the leagues? Here we save that for the Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought so, too. As soon as I kind of asked it, I was like, well, we are going Wednesday, so we'll save all that for Wednesday. Maybe even uh, make some brackets, tweet them out on the Twitter. See a little dummies bracket challenge here. Ooh, now we're talking. Well, we... Maybe Diz can earn back a dinner. <laughs> and well, well, uh, yeah, we can we can definitely do that. That I like that a lot. Um, and we'll just treat it as a month of uh, dumbest dummy bets. So whoever wins will just get dinner from the other two. We'll figure it out. And, uh, maybe if some viewers want to get in there, maybe get a shout out on the show if you get the breast bracket. Hmm, maybe. Because I don't know how else to reward them. But... <laughs> Honorary person on the one episode of the podcast. Absolutely, you can take my seat. <laughs> awesome, but anything else from any of the other leagues, Tyler, you want to touch on, or are you ready, you ready to move on? Let's get into the meat of the podcast here, Pat. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's review the dumbest dummy picks from Friday. Uh, I went 0-10. I, I have been absolutely ice cold. I mean, all weekend I was so close to hitting like 31 plus point victories or first baskets and they just weren't, they weren't falling for me. So tonight I am reeling it back ever so slightly, but, um, so, and Diz, so Diz went one and one. He, he hit one bet that was plus 150. And so in the competition, I am down one unit on the month. And Diz is up 0.83 units, so we're we're relatively close. And I told Diz on Friday, like, all it takes is for me to have a bad day, and all of a sudden these 31-point victories and first baskets don't look so hot, so. Yeah, dropping 10 units in a day is tough. Yeah, yeah. But I'm always a volume shooter, it seems like, on these uh, dumbest dummy competition bets, so. You really get, you sacrifice the the wallet for the pod sometimes. I'm, I'm a giver. What can I say? Yes, sir. <laughs> Um, so let's get into my competition best for tonight. Tyler, this one, I think we're all aware of what this is going to be. Wyoming plus four versus Indiana. Um, the past three games I have bet against Indiana, they have covered. Now, in this situation, if Indiana covers, they also win. So it's like a win-win situation for me. Now, 
this is obviously an emotional hedge because I'm an IU fan. There was there's a promotion on FanDuel where if you bet twenty five dollars on the NCAA tournament, you get that money back if it loses. It has to be like minus two hundred or lower odds. So my thought is, Tyler, what if I put twenty five dollars on Wyoming plus four? I mean, you get it back. In credit, I get right? I get it back if it loses, and if it wins, then even though I'm down bad with IU losing, I get you know forty eight dollars or whatever that is. Uh, what are the odds on that then? Just minus one ten. So I'm just taking Wyoming plus four at minus one ten. If you considered Wyoming money line, if since it's an emotional hedge and it's a money back, if it's sub two hundred, you know, actually, that's a tremendous point. Uh, I, my thought was like, if I did Wyoming plus four, then IU could win, and still, uh, I could still cover that bet. But still in full emotional hedge here, where you know, I you know what I like where your head's at for the cup. Yeah, see if the two hundred there. If it's above the money back option, I'd stick with what you got. But I, I like it. I like where your head's at. But I will for the competition bet. I am doing Wyoming plus four. But in, for that um, bet that you were just talking about, let's see what. So Wyoming right now money lines plus one forty six. So if I were to put twenty five dollars on that, I would win thirty six fifty. I like it. I like it a lot. This this is why it, it pays to have you on here. And if you lose, you get that twenty five back, and, and IU, IU moves on. And IU actually makes the tournament and has to play yeah, St. Mary's. <laughs> Also, I need to make sure that this is considered tournament. I would assume it does. It's the first round. Yeah, it says first four. Um, so I, I would, yeah, we're good. But that's that's what I'll do for sure. And then Tyler, I actually have three thirty-one plus point victory bets. Um, the the first one you helped me with. Two of. Yeah, you helped me with two of them. The first one was no brainer. Hawks thirty-one plus at yes, plus seven fifty. The Trailblazers have given up the most 31-plus point victories in the, like all season, have to be at this point. Pretty much anyone who plays them has been winning by more than 31-plus. Um, and even even the players that they still have are out. So, oh, I wonder I wonder if Simons is out. I know Nurkic is out tonight. Um, but if Simons is out, then it's a, it's a no-brainer, I think. Simons is out. So, uh, yep. Simons, Bledsoe, and Winslow. And obviously, Dame is Hawk still missing. out. Hawks missing, John Collins, and Gallinari. I still I still like the, the yeah. Hawks to win by 31+. plus. Um, oh, wow, yeah, that's a big line. I mean, 14. Line. 14, yeah, yeah, that's hefty. Might as well go with the uh, value there on the 31. For sure. You're, you're getting eight times the value for twice the spread. Give it to me. Um, the other one you helped me with was Cavs 31 plus. Now this value, Tyler, I could not believe it was still at this value despite everything we now know. The Cavs 31 plus is at plus 2500. The Clippers, that's against the Clippers, right? Correct. The one where the Clippers have a read off. Yeah, go for it. All right. It announced out is, uh, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris. Robert Covington, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Jason Preston, and Jay Scrub. 
Correct. I actually saw a tweet saying that just the amount of players that they have out tonight is equal in salary cap to like the Celtics and a few other teams. Yes. Like their full rosters. Yes. I, I don't know how many more players the Clippers have available to play. Uh, they have nine players active tonight. You want those listed off? Are you good? I'm I'm good with that. Just know that they have nine players to, available to play tonight. If one gets in foul trouble, if one gets tired or gets hurt, they're down bad. And this Cavs team is very deep. Um, we know Jared Allen is out, but that's pretty much the only big name that's out. So Garland, he might go off for 40. You know, uh, Evan Mobley still a stud, so. I like the Cavs tonight, 31 plus. And then, Tyler, this is the one that you didn't suggest, but I like it. The Warriors, 31 plus at plus 1,000. Now, this this one was the one that I wasn't like super sure about, but they're playing the Wizards. The Wizards, I don't think, are a very good ball team. And I think with Draymond coming back, we might see that Golden State Warriors team that we've kind of been expecting all year long. A little more ball movement, better defense. But extremely better defense. I assume Draymond will guard Porzingis. Um, when you know Draymond's going to be out there barking at his... If anyone's slacking, Draymond's going to be letting him hear. No one wants to slack with Draymond out there. Like, even you saw the difference of how well they played since he came back to sitting on the bench. Right, the game. right. Like, that's when they started going back up. Draymond's out there just... I mean, we may not like the guy, but, like, you can't deny his effect on the team. Yeah, no, I mean, 100%. And actually, I'm I'm curious. I'm, I wonder what uh, – how good Washington is at defending the three. I didn't think Washington was really good at anything in particular. That, that was my thought as well. Um, but I just want to put some numbers here, see if we can't uh... – Blazers will start Williams, Hart, Ellaby, Watford, and Eubanks on Monday. It sounds like a uh, what a squad. Solid, solid squad. All right, so if we look at Golden State three pointers, well, actually Washington defends the three well. Um, so it, uh, so it's hot or no wait, Golden State, Washington is that what we're looking at? Yeah. So, um, first time matchup for these two teams this year. Interesting. That, that certainly is interesting. But uh, I'm I am hoping that the uh, Texans have declined Colts attempt to speak with quarterback Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I'm glad. I I'll be honest. I'm not a big Watson guy at this point. So well, and so it came out that Deshaun Watson was going to talk to uh, Panthers and Saints. I think. Um, and I think Deshaun Watson has to like wave his no trade clause and stuff. Yep. And obviously the team would have to offer him up. So the, the, there's no way the Texans would trade him in division. In division so, yeah. Zero so I, I've already written him off as an option for the Colts. But the yeah. uh, last thing you want to see is Deshaun Watson coming back to fight, you know, revenge games all the time. But I think, I think the city of Indianapolis is probably fine without Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so, so recap my competition bets. I got Wyoming plus four and then 31 plus point victories from the Hawks, Warriors and Cavs. Um, group best bets, Tyler. So as a group, we went two and one on Friday. So another winning day. Um, as a group, we are up 1.27 units. So we're 
we're there we go we're in the green so far um what what do you like tonight i mean we we'd have to think the calves uh last i saw the calves were at minus seven and a half yeah calves are minus seven and a half against the clippers i i mean yeah i'm seeing seven you're seeing seven and a half yeah i'm seeing seven and a half on fanduel so uh, I'm just looking at what ESPN's given, so they probably haven't updated the line yet. Right, right. So we'll we'll go Cavs there. Still uh, like that. Um. Do you want to do Wyoming plus four, or do you want to just stick to the NBA? I'm fine with the Wyoming plus four. I like it. Like we said, it's emotional hedge. Like... Yep. Okay, and then finally, um, let's see. I'm not so this this line confused me. I'm not sure how the Bucks are only two point or two point underdogs against the Jazz. Um, the Bucks actually have a better away against the spread record than the Jazz do at home, and the Bucks finally have their full starting five tonight. Um, so that one kind of surprised me. Um, um, I think it's solely two points for home. Home court advantage, probably the books giving them so. Because then it used to be three is around what home teams got, right? So maybe correct, that's but why we're looking at that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably all probably books thought they're about even, but with home court, they're going to give them Utah two and a half. I mean, obviously Hawks minus fourteen is another good pick, and I also like the uh, the Timberwolves minus three versus the Spurs. Um. But I don't know which any of them catch your eye or any one that you like particularly. Or we could even just fade the Lakers and go Raptors minus five. There's a lot of good options in the NBA tonight. I actually like this slate. Um, uh, it's not a good best bets one, but I was looking at you might. I don't know if you'd like Denver tonight though. The Nuggets plus against Philly. I I actually do have that on my list. I I would be willing to go Denver plus three and a half versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Kind of like that one tonight, don't you? Let's do it. So we're going Nuggets plus three and a half. So to recap, group best bets we have Cavs minus seven and a half, Wyoming plus four in college basketball, and then the Denver Nuggets plus three and a half versus Philly. Alrighty. So that leaves us the well. It's not a multi-sport today because there's literally only one sport happening. There was one hockey game, but I decided to not play that one. So it's really just the hail mary parlay of the day, Tyler. It is nine legs. Have you seen the value? I did not look at it today. So nine legs, all the spreads. So they're all about minus one ten. So not. So not going to be a big one today. It is not going to be a big one today. That is correct. All right. Go ahead. Lay it on me. What are we getting? $1 to win $330.62. Still still serviceable for, uh, you know. Dollar bet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, T.Y. <laughs> Sorry, T.Y. Didn't see you on there. Uh, what are the Bucks odds at giving the news of Tom Brady? Um, I know they said that they the Bucks odds got, like, slashed in half. Which I'm surprised it was only half, but um, just to give it a little peeksy for Ty, our boy here, let's. Uh, the Buccaneers are plus seven fifty 
to win the Super Bowl. That is, uh, they're tied for second place with the Packers at plus 750, and the Bills are actually the current favorite at plus 700. So, I personally don't think the Buccaneers got it. Um, I think they don't have enough cap space. I don't think they can bring back everyone like they were hoping to. But, uh, again, who's who's to say? And then T.Y. also put that Deshaun Watson also has 22 pending sexual assault lawsuits. But uh, I guess he's not getting criminally charged like we talked about. So um, could he still get charged elsewhere? Possibly, but he's not. Does that mean he's not going to jail? Right, he's not going to jail, but he... I mean, we've seen it before where players have got suspended and not gone to jail before, so you don't even, you know, at this point, you don't even know if the person you're trading multiple first probably for is going to be eligible for what amount of games. So. I, I would, if I had to put a guess on it, I would say he would get a four to eight game suspension. Do I have any reason behind that? No, just a thought. Uh, but if I had to put a number on it, I'd think four to eight games. But anyways, back to the Hail Mary parlay of the day. It's all in the NBA. $1 to win $330.62. We got Cavs minus seven versus Clippers. Nuggets plus three versus 76ers. Hawks minus 14 versus Trailblazers. Hornets minus 12 versus Thunder. Timberwolves minus three versus Spurs. Warriors minus 11.5 versus Wizards. Bucks plus two versus Jazz. Bulls minus three and a half versus Kings and Raptors minus five versus the Lakers. Like it. All right, Tyler. Anything you need to get off your chest before we uh, send Ty off into his day? Uh, go Hoosiers. Hopefully go. they. I mean, at the cost of Pat losing some. Actually, no. At the cost of Pat going even. Yeah. Yeah. I will I will gladly sacrifice that for IU every single time. I, I've made that very clear. The glory of IU. But I was also talking to a coworker and I was like, just just wait, you know, that, that game Tuesday night will make all the difference in work on Wednesday. Either the office will be a buzz because IU won or the office will be down in the dumps because they lost miserably. So um yeah. You got some breaking news or something, Tyler? You kind of uh, Deshaun Watson has rejected Seattle Seahawks. Interesting. I mean, that makes sense. I going from Houston to Seattle. I don't know that that's necessarily an upgrade at this point. I mean, you would get Lockett and uh, Metcalf, but uh, but he just wants to play. He's not going to play for Houston again. Right. 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 You know, he just wants out of there. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Evan Ingram no longer to the Colts. He is a Jacksonville Jaguar. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm not even mad about it. I'm okay with the fact yeah, that he's no, a Jaguar. I don't, I don't think any of us were super upset about it. And that's all I got. Perfect. Love it. You're 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 the newsbreaker of of the group pretty good for a man with no twitter that's right that's right you you know your way around the interwebs thank you all for listening we really appreciate it make sure you check us out on twitter and instagram at sports bet by dumb um and then also make sure you check us out on youtube you can see our beautiful mugs every day we have the podcast just go to the search bar on youtube type in sports betting by dummies uh look for that first one up there it should be us look for the black and yellow logo you cannot miss it
But thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Hope you have a nice, profitable start to your week, and we will see you all on Wednesday for a Bracket Spectacular. Yeah. See y'all.